Couch Co-op. Co-opers, couch potatoes, and couch codependents, this is the Couch Co-op Show, the greatest video game show in the world. We are a group of close friends sharing our love of gaming with you. Tonight, I am Aaron, along with Ian, whoop. Jared, hey, and Dave. Whoop, whoop. And we have, we have guests. Uh, yes, we have guests tonight. We have uh, our girlfriend who's been on the show before, Brad. A <laughs> girlfriend? Hey, hey. girlfriend. <laughs> and, of course, a, a newcomer, uh, ah, Nick. 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 <laughs> <laughs> who? Thanks, Aaron. <laughs> I try my best. Uh, remember, you guys can be a part of the show by uh, leaving comments and questions over at Twitbook, Instaface, and Gramter at the Couch Club, at Couch Club Shows. Remember, all one word, no hyphen. And we're streaming live Whoop. on YouTube tonight, and you can actually see it on your screen, so if you want to message us. But no one's going to be watching this, because... Huh? Live on YouTube, that's yeah. new. Yeah. They're going to wait till we've got 10 episodes and binge watch. But also, remember, the podcast itself, you can find them wherever they're sold, or just go to couchclubshow.com. Try following us on Twitch, as you just mentioned, every night at 7 o'clock, but obviously we're doing it earlier because it's a special occasion. But before we do that, how's everybody doing tonight? Uh, uh, good. Got some dope after your intro. Oh, man. Juiced. Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a good night. A little cold. Hey, uh, one thing we should do... Uh, because there is a first timer on the show. Yeah, we get oh, asked him yeah. hard questions. The hard, the hard, wow. heartbreaking, heartbreaking questions. So, uh, Aaron, why don't you pass the mic over to Nick? All right, there you uh, go. Crane it up there, give it a little erection action. Uh, Nick DeWin, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you for having I me. Bet it's, I hope it's, I hope it's a dream come true. Um, it's been a while. Very <laughs> uh, wet, by the way. <laughs> Wow. Uh, we like to know, with our first-timers, how do they got into video games? Like, when? Where did that happen? Um, it's kind of hard to say, because I have very vivid memories of... Uh, Love the mic. Speak. All right, you guys having trouble hearing me? Yeah. Okay, my bad. Um, I have memories of my childhood of playing, like, a, like an Atari 2600, um, but it... I think it was probably around the NES, which I got for my birthday in 1988, is really when I found my love for it. Um, Great system. Was it a Christmas present? Uh, no, it was actually a birthday present, um, and it, the love of it got to the point to where I started drawing uh, cartoons of it on my schoolwork, and then they ended up having to take it away for a little bit. But Oh, no, practicing artistry. What That's game, so what, bad. What were the games you were playing on that? Uh, what were your games on the Nintendo? Uh, Mario Brothers or Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Bro you know, the Super Mario Brothers series, Legend of Zelda, like pretty much all the basics. Um, and then the, the wonderful game, the wonderful question we'd love to ask, what is your favorite video game of all time? Um, I'm just going to say Fallout New Vegas. I mean, I don't know if it, uh, it's pro my favorite of recent memory, uh, and I love it for a lot of the reasons that you probably like Skyrim with all the modding that you can do to it. 
Um, and the fact that you can do like multiple playthroughs and have different endings. Uh, and it also just kind of hit me at a certain point in my life where it's probably one of the few games where I have where I actually have uh, really fond memories of actually playing it. Yeah, that, that's about all I ever saw you playing on the PS3, I remember. And, uh, you played uh, Fallout 3 on the PS3. Yeah, so New I Vegas played Fallout 3 on the PS3. PC the, uh, yeah, New Vegas was on the PC. So if you saw me on Steam playing it, that's, yeah. that's uh, where I was playing it mostly. And, and you think you put more hours into New Vegas than 3, huh? Um, well, if you combine both how much Fallout 3 I played on uh, Steam and the PS3, the... Uh, Fallout 3 may have won over, but... Um, you, you like the other better? I do. Yeah. Um, I have, I've always thought I didn't give that series enough of a chance, but uh, someday, maybe. Well, that's also an Obsidian game, so it's not a Bethesda game, technically. Yeah. So, have you yeah. tried Have you tried the, the uh, Outer Worlds yet? I have not. Oh. You might, if you're into New Vegas, you'd probably really dig that game. Well, I just might. I'll just add it to the giant backlog of games <laughs> that I already have. You're on vacation. <laughs> I hey, man. Yes. Vacation. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's only so many hours in vacation. <laughs> well, uh, Nick, thank you very much, and uh, thanks for being on the show. Thanks yes, for coming out. thank you. You're welcome. I believe we might be seeing you on Ian's other show later uh, as well. That's, oh, wait, not that's oh. right. That is what are you talking important. about? That's not important. I don't know. I'm sharing a beer with him. Let's not care about Milk that. Milk drinks another show. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's see. It's funny you mentioned earlier about our favorite games. I think yeah. we have some for this year. <laughs> yeah, right. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> we. This is our uh, top five game. Uh, top five. What is fucking top five games, games of 2019? 2019. Thank you, Aaron. Yes. Thanks for keeping me on point, Aaron. Yeah, which we always have uh, interesting rules for because uh, not many of us play games from that specific year. So, uh, what do we have? Well, we have a lot of guys that like. Uh, Probably didn't play a lot. I mean, there's a weird year for video games, really. I mean, uh, unless you're just a hardcore video game player, you're probably playing a lot of games from your backlog, I would imagine. That's yeah. pretty much my entire year. <laughs> yeah, I think we all kind of did that. Yeah, I only have two from this last year on my list. The rest are all older games that oh, I played. Oh, good. I'm no better year. than Dave. <laughs> that's, that's a low bar. That's not true. Dave <laughs> played a lot of games from no. this year. Dave played a lot of games from this year. I don't. I don't. Perhaps trust that. not a lot of games I liked. That, that's <laughs> true. That's perhaps true. Yeah. Oh, so if you don't like it, it didn't happen. Mm. No, it's unlike, just not unlike make Nick my here. Top five. If you didn't like it, it still made his list. No. <laughs> no. There was a lot of games that were announced for 2019 that I was excited about before they came out, but then like you brought up Fallout, like Fallout 76. I did the beta. Which, of course, you can't spell Bethesda without beta. <laughs> uh, and it was terrible. Uh, I know a lot of people got into it and are still enjoying it. But for me, it was like 2019 was the year of games I was disappointed with. Oh, well, yeah. Yep. Yep, yep. Oh, uh, you, you must have played Anthem. <laughs> That's hey, Bioware, though. I, I played a hundred hours of Anthem, and, and I, don't, I don't regret Jesus. any of it. Is that on anyone's top five? No, but I have fun with it too. <laughs> exactly, it's on my top five. Um, who wants to wow. go? Who wants to? Uh, who wants to kick this off? Let, let's make it easy and start on this side of the room at Brad. Okay, so we'll go Brad and around. What's your something. number? Uh, five, three, <laughs> three. <Yeah>. Oh. <laughs> No, I've got... Okay, so I played a lot of games this year that are older games like Spider-Man, Witcher 3, Detroit, Borderlands. Uh, a lot of great games. Um, and, and I guess if I was to say, including a game that I played this year, my number five would probably be Witcher 3. 
very well deserving of any top five list. This is a great Complete game. edition, Wild Hunt. Yeah, this is a great game because not only is it it's actually relevant because with the show oh, yeah. that dropped, and then the game had this like resurgence of like people playing it on Steam and shit. So uh, I think there's a a lot of people playing it for the first time this year. So I think it's apt. Really. Well, I, I was I just got the latest edition of a uh, Game Inform, and actually, they well, that game is one of the games of the decade. Actually, uh, I think it was number two or number three in their magazine. It's crazy. What well, did you enjoy well about it, Brad? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of uh, direct correlation, which I've talked about on our private boards, uh, with like Game of Thrones, right? You know, there's a lot of this whole kingdom building, War of the yeah. Roses kind of story elements that are always intriguing and enjoyable, but. I think what really is great about it is that although it's completely open world, you don't have to feel like stressed out about being a completionist. You can just play it. And uh, I mean, of course, we all like, you know, all of the rated R elements of the violence and the naked ladies and all that other stuff. All good things we know and love. No, for me, I think it's just like, you know, uh, you take a lot of those action adventure games that have role playing elements and a lot of them yeah. overdo it and they're and they make the world so big where they get really glitchy, like we talked about a second ago. And I think uh, The Witcher did a great job of just having a really fluid world that just felt enjoyable to run around in, you know, even like Red Dead Redemption, which is an epic game. There are certain times where you just feel overwhelmed and lost, you know. Cool. How- Moving on to Dave. What's your number five, Davey? Uh, mine's Ace Combat 7. Interesting choice. I don't know if you, any of you guys have even played that, but it was so refreshing to play I, a flight simulator. Well, it's not. Arcade flight simulator and just something different. It was a fun story and just fun flying around and shooting stuff. I, I played a little bit at your house in VR because as a VR mode. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't play it in VR because it made me yeah, it was super awesome. So eventually I might check that one out. I haven't played an Ace Combat game since maybe the PS1, whenever the series debuted. Here's a here's a little uh, inside trivia. I mean, Ace Combat is kind of what started Game Night way back yeah. in like 2005. Was it Ace Combat 3 or was it 2? Or? It was like 3 or 4 for the PS2. Yeah. And uh, I have this tiny 13-inch Sony TV that was in my basement, and yeah. Dave and I would huddle around it and play video games. Yeah, we played we had, that split screen on a 13-inch be- television. Better eyesight back then. <laughs> well, this is a really great television, too. So True. It's really good. It's still tiny. Still tiny, but yeah, a little insider baseball. Okay, Jared. I chose a game called Steam World Dig 2, which I played on my Switch. It's on most systems, but uh, it's... In like a 16-bit retro style kind of a thing. It's a side-scrolling. If anybody's played or seen Terraria, it's very similar to that concept. Uh, It has mining and uh, upgrading of your tools and really cool characters. And the world was just really fun and engaging. And I, I couldn't stop playing it. I just had to keep going. It was a very fun series. I love SteamWorld Dig 1 and 2, and there's uh, like two more games after that that I wasn't huge into. They're very different. The kind of uh, the genre of games kind of evolves over time. The first two are very similar. The third one is like a heist game where you're in space you know, because of events that happen in the first two games. And the third one's like an adventure RPG game. So, yeah, very, very different. But I like the ones that take place on the ground where you're mining and upgrading your equipment and uh, it's it's really fun very cool 
All right, Aaron, what you got? Number five. All right, Let's do num- this. My number five is actually belonging to the Switch category. It's uh, Bayonetta 2 for uh, Switch. That, was, that kind of snuck up on me. I didn't really give it much thought, but then I started playing it. I couldn't put it down. It was. It's just one of those stories you're like, what's happening? At it's, this it's kind of a batshit crazy. It It's definitely JRPG strong, but it is so good. For In what, the story. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so good, though. I the, the gameplay was great. The mechanics were tight. All of it was just all of, on there. Bayonetta is pretty I'm, tight. I'm, I'm glad you played one of the games <laughs> I let you borrow. <laughs> yeah. I... Oh, hey, Aaron played a game. This is the five games Aaron well, played this year. Actually, my top five list is every game I beat this year, actually. Nice. I know. I, I, I could have done other games I played. but Got to give you more credit then. I know. That's hard. But still, it was a good game, though. I enjoyed it wholly. It is a great game. I played it on Wii U back when it first released. It was a lot of fun. It, yeah, and I see why. It, it's just it's one of those games you don't think it's going to be that good, but then you start playing it. You're like, I can't stop. Eagerly, so fun. eagerly awaiting Bayonetta 3. And it has really naughty Nintendo character costumes. It does. Oh, yeah. Princess Daisy and Princess Peach. Woo. Yeah. Dirty. <laughs> is it a sexy game? Then? It is very sexy. Very sexy nice. game. I thought so. Yeah. The story is not much for, but it's definitely a sexy story. But it's, The story is kind of questionable at times. Like some of the shit they do and like yeah. the kind of like how the... Certain characters are portrayed. It's kind of questionable. Is it along the lines of Peach Beach Splash? No, because Peach Beach Splash is what it is. Yeah, there's some like, I don't know. You'd have to play it. To it's it. it's sneaky. <laughs> I don't know yeah. what that means, Jerry. I, I don't get it either. Actually, <laughs> just randomly different uh, poses uh, just kind of pop up, and you're like, "Whoa!" Oh yeah, you're talking about that. But I feel oh, like even we're, like, we're talking the story. I feel like even like you know, racial, like like politically, it's probably not the most politically safe game. Like uh, PC, you know, politically correctness is that they kind of threw it out in that game. Yeah, so it's questionable. It's fun. Be an adult when you play it. Anyway, uh, Nick, number five. Well, since Brad went and changed the rules to all of this, I mean, I originally only had two entries for 2019, but uh, since I just bought my PS4 Pro at the very beginning of the year, has been playing catch-up for the most part. Um, I'm going to say number five from straight out of 2015, Fallout 4. Holy uh, moly. Yeah, I haven't, I, I mean, wow. I've, I've, did, did you beat it, though? No, I haven't. I've probably put... I couldn't get into that game. I put that... Five, I ten hours in it, and then yeah, I didn't like how up. they. I mean, I'm guess I'm still trying to get used to how they use the power armor as a vehicle, as opposed to just being yeah, just like something I put on like clothes. I feel like with a game like Fallout, it's either you can't beat it because you can't get into it, or you can't beat it because you don't know where you're going because it's just very confusing at times. Because I played Fallout Three, and I was just I couldn't do it, and I just got lost and. So screw it. I'm done. Well, I mean, that's some of the fun of Fallout is just like, I mean, it's getting lost. Yeah, getting lost and just finding stuff. And that's probably where, like, like the aforementioned uh, Fallout New Vegas, just like wandering around finding stuff. And like, oh, hey, guess what? Now I have a new quest and maybe I'll get something cool out of it. I think getting lost because you want to and getting lost because you're irritated are two different things. And I was in the getting lost because I was getting irritated situation. (laughs) 
Oh, with that one. I, I actually I put over 200 hours into Fallout 4. And other than Damn. again the the glitches that Bethesda is famous for, it's one of the most complete of that kind of genre that's ever been made. It's it's a kind of insane accomplishment they did with that one. I I have the game and Fallout 76. Uh, mm-hmm. I I want to give both of them more of a chance. So I I got I played Fallout 4 on PC. Uh, I didn't run into that many glitches actually. Maybe that's luckily for being on PC, but I got bored of it, and so the only reason I finished it is because I modded the hell out of it, and then I busted through that game, and I won't talk about... Oh, you can't tell us what your mods were. I'm, I won't tell you guys what my mods were. You guys can guess what my mods were. But, uh, high it, heels it, and high, bikinis. It highly, yeah, eleva- very appropriate it highly elevated the game into something I was more interested in. Um, I still think Skyrim's way better. Of I, course you do. Um, anyway, uh, no, but Fallout 4 is a good choice. A lot of people are still playing it. I can't believe, how, how many hours have you put into it? I put like 80, 90? Uh, probably not even near that much oh. because of uh, an entry that I'll mention later. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is my number? Oh, my number five game is a cheat. I'm cheating, guys. This, uh, my number five is the, uh, my Devolver Digital Double Dip. And uh, I'm putting... Uh, how is that cheat? Kinky. I'm putting um, my ah. friend Pedro and Ape ah. Out at number five. Both these games were independently uh, developed by like like a teams of like one or two maybe like super small teams. My friend Pedro is the game where the guy is like a John Wick ballerina and his best friend's a banana, and it's super fun. Slow motion bullet time shit. Uh, it was about five hour playthrough. Super fun. And then the other game, Ape Out, is you're an ape and you're escaping out of. Uh, it's fantastic. And like every time you punch or kill something, it does like this percussion sound and it adds to the, the the music, the soundtrack of the world. It's fucking brilliant. And that game's only like two hours long, so you can bust through that game immediately. So that's why I put them together. I feel like they're a good, uh, you know, good games yeah. to play back to back. Ape Out is a great game on a really loud stereo or headphones. It's really cool too because they they do the the worlds. Uh, so you have there's four worlds or four acts, but they're break, broken up as like albums. So like there's like the first album and it has a name, and then each track is a level, and there's like eight levels on you know eight tracks, and so uh, each time you get to the next album, it's just and the music changes. So the music st- so the first one's kind of this kind of crazy jazz thing going on, and then it gets kind of jungly, and it's just it's so it's so creative, and the art direction is super impressive, and. It's always like super cheap now on on the Switch. Uh, Epic Store gave it away for free on PC recently. I mean, it's a great game, super fun. Uh, and there's all like high score, th- so you can getting through it f- quickly. You can like do leaderboard stuff, so you can. There's a lot of replay value in that. So did you finally beat that game? Oh, I beat it a long time ago. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I still haven't, but uh, I'm very close. I I just need to remember to play it. I have too many too many games. Too many. <laughs> yes, exactly. Anyway, okay, that's my number five. Those two games. So th- I have six games, basically. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> happens. Nice. All right, Brad, that's my job, <laughs> usually. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought I'd cheat. I never cheat. I thought I'd cheat this time. Uh, Brad, what's your number four? All right, so uh, the top four are going to actually be 2019 games. So oh. being a little bit better. Uh, number four will be Mortal Kombat 11 for me. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> List is I, finished. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it, was, it was a really good game. Uh, I mean, I think they did a good job of taking the entire series uh, when they brought out uh, ten or XL um, and kind of. Well, even nine it. on three hundred and sixty yeah. and PS3 was a really like a 
they kind of redid their whole strategy. Started the whole new yeah. like uh, the universe. Story, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the stories became very more. I mean, kind of crazy comic booky shit, but like more interesting. It's over the top on purpose now, yeah. instead of just being low budget storytelling, self serious kind of yeah. weirdly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think Eleven uh, does even better job than Ten on um, incorporating really good gameplay. Um, really, um, if, if you don't feel like being the guys doing the, you know, memorizing a thousand things, you can still have fun on, with it. But if you are into like old school fighting games, it's still very true to form, and and the graphics look phenomenal, cheesy and brutal. So I will say this: everyone, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I've read a lot of reviews. They say the worst thing about that game. Is uh, what's her name? Uh, the F- MMA fighter. Oh, oh Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Rousey. She's like the worst actress. Yeah, possible. I wouldn't seem like she'd be. Good. I want to like her at, uh, moving into Hollywood and stuff like that, but she's she's not a good actress. I don't watch WWE. I don't know. But she like, wasn't good at that either. <laughs> yeah, she's Sonya Blade, isn't she? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. yeah. what's her name from Battlestar was Sonya Blade last time. Trisha, right? Trisha Helford. Oh, um, maybe. Yeah, I think she Actually, was Sonya Blade right. before that, and then they kicked her out and put. Anyway, so I think Trisha Helfer was way better. So anyway, well, sometimes you need the name to sell the tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nine, ten, and eleven have all kind of just been building up to be the best version of itself. Uh, do you see or do you feel that they should change it up next time, or should they just stick to their this formula? It's hard to say because I mean a lot of people will argue that like uh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon was like kind of the death of the series for a period of time. Um, and, and I thought Deadly Alliance was the worst one. Well, yeah, there, there was a dark number of years. <laughs> Deadly Alliance was Special garbage. Forces, a few other ones. Um, but, uh, you know, I think uh, they need to just keep moving forward um, with being only a little bit innovative at a time so that it doesn't, um, what do you call it, scare off their fan base, essentially. And I think they're smart. I think they know that. I just don't uh, want it to get to a point like in the 90s where we got oversaturated on fighting games. It's it's nice that there's only a couple of real big ones out there. Yeah, I feel and they feel like they roll out at the right times. They kind of space each other out like this. Yeah. I mean, it's still a really popular genre, but... Yeah, it's the Joker not as, just got released too. So, but, I mean, there's like fresh stuff coming out still every day. But I don't yeah, feel like great. it'll ever be as big as it was back in the no. day. So, I think it's safe. Anyway, Dave, what do you got? Number four. Oh, number four. Let, let me see. Um, all right. It's a. I know what my top two are, and then I've got <laughs> I've got two that are like vying for three and four. Uh, I keep on going back and forth on them. Um, but Just I'm gonna, pull it, pull any in. Just do them both <laughs> and add a number three. Yeah, I, I'm 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 gonna say my number four was Borderlands Three. The this year was for me was the year of Borderlands because I think I put. 25, 30 hours into Borderlands 2, and then about the same again into... Uh, no, you had like 40. Borderlands 3. You had like 40. Was it 40? Yeah. That like is 46. also my number 4. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. you guys can both talk about it then. I was about yeah. I was about 70 hours then into Borderlands at least this year. That was my biggest... Uh, Had to catch up. Because you never played really no, the series No, I, I missed out because you guys were all on PlayStation, and yeah. I, I had the Xbox 360 back then, so... Did you buy the 4K version that came out this year? No, I just had the um, I had the uh, handsome. The, the free, they gave no, the free I was, one. I was talking about uh, first Borderlands. No, 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 because I don't have a pro, so I did, I was kind of like, man, I'll just play it the way it's meant to be played. 
<laughs> Actually, I have the, I bought the first Borderlands on the. I have it on the Xbox 360. I was just burnt out after the, <laughs> after playing two and three. That's the problem I had with Borderlands Two when they released that free DLC. I played it through like three different. Played it with Jared. I played it with Matt. I played it myself. I played through it like three times, and I was just like. I don't really care about Borderlands 3 now. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely got my money's worth, but by the end of it, I was just like, oh. And that's why I couldn't give Borderlands 3 much higher on the list because it was, it was a good game, but it, was, it really was more of the same. And it was kind of missing some of the cool characters from... I bought the characters in Handsome Jack and they're just quite memorable, whereas Borderlands 3, was a, the story was a bit meh. Well, this is interesting because if Jared has it as his number four, he was the champion of the game. I'm surprised it's so low on your list. I don't, I don't know about champion of the game. I, I bought it. Uh, well, he's got to put Anthem on it. on launch <laughs> because I, I thought a lot of people were going to be playing it, and that that was the opposite. Uh, I didn't yeah, get to play to it online it. with friends very often. Yeah, you have to deal with me playing it as well. Yeah, so, I mean, I have different hours than most of these guys, so I, I never really yeah. got to play it. Uh, I have the attention span of a squirrel when yeah. it comes to multiplayer games, and I just shoot whatever's nearest to me. So it, it probably would have been higher if I got to play it multiplayer, but solo, you know, it's just another shooter with a whole bunch of shit to dig through. Oh, cool. Um, you got something to add, Brad? I was just going to say that I didn't even play Borderlands 3 because of the Handsome Collection getting released. It was kind of what you're saying and being burned out on it. Because I played with both of you guys on Borderlands 2, and then I saw the trailer for 3, and I was like, it's the same game. It, it is, is the it same is. game. It is the same game. So Yeah, and actually I had Borderlands 3, and then I went back to Borderlands 2 because I preferred it for a while. Yeah, <laughs> I do think it's the better I game. I Honestly, I think it's the better game. But it is funny, like... It was smart of them to release that free DLC, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I really wanted Borderlands after... Because that game, what, was it 12 years, 10 years? How long was the break between there? It was a pretty Gosh, long break. it was a while. And it's like, oh, I really wanted... I didn't realize how much I wanted Borderlands. And then playing that free DLC and then going back and playing through stuff I hadn't finished really killed my momentum going into Borderlands 3. It's So it kind of was like a double-edged sword there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Uh, uh, Aaron, let's go. What's your oh, number four? Well, I thought it was Jared's turn. Well, he's he, he was Borderlands. Oh, this is Borderlands 3. Okay. So my number four is back in the Switch territory with uh, Mega Man 11. I I know. It should have been Bayonetta 2, then Mega, Mega Man 11, then Bayonetta 2. But I think the reason why I picked this one is it's just how much time I spent trying to beat this game. It is one of the hardest games I've ever played. Although right now Fallen Order is starting to get there, but this game, it, it just had it, the story wasn't the best, but it was very take back to the old days of playing games like it, the side-scrolling platforming shooter up game. It's just so fun. It also is uh, another uh, kind of story like Capcom's like climb back to the top again. Yeah. Really, like um, you know, with all the games, I mean, Dev- Devil May Cry, and, uh, Monster Hunter, and then Mega Man being a good Mega Man game again. Uh, you know, I think that just shows that how because there was that point where Capcom was just this like company that people oh, thought were going to be. Yeah, I bought the Resident Evil too, and I'm really enjoying that. Mm. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never well, beat it in the nineties, but. Yeah, yeah Mega Man was good in the nineties too. Yeah, Mega Man was kind of like 90s. me. I was good in the nineties. There was just this period of time where Capcom kind of forgot who they were and they weren't doing the right thing, and it just really feels like they refocused. And which is kind of odd for a Japanese company. They kind of think they kind of like Nintendo doesn't really change course. 
They just kind of do their thing. Japanese for, game companies like survive off nostalgia. Right. They really and do. So for Capcom to really like embrace some other things and kind of do some new things and embrace like making Monster Hunter this very like accessible game for Westerners basically was such a revelation. Revelation, I guess. Anyway. Yeah, right, but but to Brad's point, with when they came out with Mega Man Nine and Ten, I mean, they brought back the old eight bit version of it. Um, yeah, basically playing on nostalgia. But and ha- unfortunately, but they, they just made it hard as hell. <laughs> I mean, well, that's that's the thing they did with Eleven. They kept the whole hard bullshit thing, but uh, I'm appreciative of that because I remember playing Mega Man Legends for the Dreamcast, and God, that was awful. <laughs> like it yeah, was, it was like, what the hell. But well, then, wasn't it like a like a Mega Man RPG? Yeah, they shouldn't have done that. They should yeah. have just left it alone because everybody wanted the platforming hard game, and they brought Mega Man Eleven out last year. And man, or not last I mean, year, but two years ago. I'm not in. A, I'm not a Mega Man fan, so I don't really play. But I would be cool with like a third person Mega Man. RPG. Well, they they did, but it was God Gear, awful. Mega Man. You, this game was a disappointment. Metal Man. Yeah, I think I put like five minutes into one of those Mega Man Legends things, and I'm sitting here putting out a fire. Right, but no, this game was just. I just want to collect all the orbs or something. Anyway, uh, thank you, Aaron. That's awesome. Good choice. Uh, I think you're the only. No one else played that, right? I don't even no. think Jared's played it. No, no, I think I gave it to Jared or to borrow, but I think he gave it back. <laughs> I don't know why. Drop the mic. Oh, Literally. So we're done here. <laughs> uh, Nick, what's your number four? Oh, shoot. I haven't had it. Shoot, I don't yeah. know. What is uh, it? Well, yeah, Brad changed all the rules. What? Make it, pick a game. What game did you play? the played? rules that were unspoken, that's all. Yeah. Um, there are I'll, no I'll, I'll go with the 2019 game, even though I didn't play a whole lot of it. But um, oh, why did I already forget it? Well, obviously, wasn't that memorable? <laughs> uh, clearly, My Little Pony 2019, <sighs> best game ever. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> no, come on, Nick. What is it? I remember, Days Gone. Days Gone. Ooh. Oh. Somehow, I think that's going to be someone else's number one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, it is on my list. Uh, what did you like about it, Nick? Well, aside from aside from it being uh, incredibly glitchy and broken, uh, and yes, incredibly long. Did you beat it? Uh, no, I did not. You put like an hour far, into it. How far did yeah. you get? Like Fifteen minutes. Did you uh, get to create a lake? between the two? <laughs> an hour. And but I'm trying minutes. to I'm trying to follow loosely the uh, rules of uh, this best of 2019. Yeah. Well, did um, you get to create so, a lake? It's red or it's red um, it's red dead with the motorcycle. Yeah, so and that's and yeah. zombies. Yeah. It's the red walking dead. Yes, everything so I it's, like. It's funny because like you mentioned the rules for twenty nineteen. Most of the games on our list aren't really from twenty nineteen, I feel like. All of mine are. I mean <coughs> mine are like twenty eighteen, twenty seventeen. Yeah, don't worry about that so much. Yeah, well, just like, go with your heart. Too much thought into it. Go with your heart. The so, the no, thing, I just want to know how far did you get worked, to that but game? Go with your heart. Like, did you get down to Crater Lake? No, I got a whole trophy. You got a whole trophy. A whole tro- <laughs> one whole trophy. One whole trophy. <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's four partials into one hole. <laughs> it, it's the and it's a trophy where you hit start and it goes "Welcome to the game" trophy. Ding. You need to go back. Ed, you need to go it. back to that game because it gets the. Uh, it, it does have a pretty brutal like twenty percent to 40% of the way through it kind of slumps a bit and it's worth sticking through Nick, no, Nick I, promise to ride me like you ride your hog 
Yep, that's the wedding. Is that the video we're doing later? (laughs) How'd you know? Anyway, if you know anything about that game, that's in there. Anyway, cool, awesome. That make to win with a good solid fifteen minutes of Days Gone. Yes, (laughs) but it came out in two thousand nineteen. It did. In my head on that. It did. Ben Studio representing Oregon. Yeah, Yeah. I got it for my birthday. Nice. It's Uh, funny when I drive to Ben once a week. It's I. See places like oh, I should be riding a motorcycle through here instead of a stupid truck. Why am I not seeing? Bert well, at least you're not being chased by hordes of zombies. Yeah, true. I guess I'm just dealing with bad drivers. You've just got to beat off the hordes of ladies that are chasing you. Right. Right. His girlfriend would not like that. No, probably not. All right. So uh, uh, I had a game here, and then that game made me think of a different game, and that game. Is better, and so I moved that game up to three, and so my number three is coming down to number it's four. Better. It's a very fluid. It's, uh, it's always moving. List, yeah, and I'm, I, you know, I'm compromising a little bit on the list too. So anyway, my number four is different. I'm, I'm shifting it now, but uh, anyway, my number four is Need for Speed Heat. Uh, I love the Need for Speed games. This game did come out in 2019. I did beat it. I played a lot of it. Uh, it's the best version of all the ones that have come out this generation. It has no microtransactions because EA was obviously it came out the same week as fucking Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure no one bought this game except me. And uh, I love it. I, the stupid It's a stupid over the top story where the cops just want to kill every guy who r- drives a car basically, which, you know, is Fast and the Furious style. And it's it's really just like the hard I mean of all the games they've made this generation this is the hardest of the hardcore car porn I mean the things you can make your car do and you can change the the sound of the exhaust you can put it in high heels you can do pretty much I mean I mean whatever that means transitioned over to cars it's pretty awesome so I had a lot of fun with this game and uh Justin my good friend Justin our friend Justin he bought the game and I was really hoping we'd play co-op together but that never happened because you know, it's never too late, Justin. Never, never too never late. Too but, late. Uh, I love the Need for Speed games. I think honestly, this past year, 2019, I had Game Pass for uh, for like half the year, uh, and I played Forza Four, uh, Forza Horizon Four, and uh, I honestly think Need for Speed Heat is better than that game. I I don't understand the hype for Forza. I think it's so boring and just like I don't know. We go into a whole episode. Exclusive games get hype. They get hype, but I don't think it's better. I I just feel it's it's, it comes across so generic. And even though Need for Speed Heat is so like over the top and cliche and like it has a definite character that I find way more fun to watch than fucking just generic Horizon Four. So that's where I'm at, and I thought it was a great game. So that's my number four. Brad, number three. First off, I have to point out that Aaron still got up to go to the bathroom, and I'm really curious how hot that mic is if we're having a naked gun moment. Right now. <laughs> uh, I think I heard it. Yeah, I think I did too. I think it'd be better if it was. Oh, he went. Oh, he did go in this <laughs> one. All right, you should have just left it open. We could. We could have just like. Oh, I, I guess we're. Well, maybe, I don't know if you I could have turned that. Could do a, a post edit for later. Little, let's turn it here a little bit, and Brad can go ahead and tell us his number three yeah. game of the year. I felt, uh, second like, point is, aren't we on number two? No, we're on three. Well, Number four was Borderlands. Yeah, it's okay, buddy. Keep oh, going. yeah. I'm skipping. <laughs> <laughs> you would like another beer? 
I wouldn't mind one. Uh, so number three, I'm going to do uh, something out of the ordinary because I'm probably the uh, most likely to have this category is I'm choosing a mobile game. And not Nintendo Switch Mobile. Like, Are we going Apple? This is my cell phone. Are we doing I think it's, on, it's on Android also. Oh, is it? Uh, this is, is going to be Ticket to Earth. The what? Ticket to Earth. It's Ticket a, to uh, Earth. they call it self-described color-based strategy game. So like, imagine like a, a tactics ogre, um, but with some color-defined uh, rules. Uh, the final chapter of it just got released, uh, I think, like two months ago, something like that. Um, but it's fantastic. It's like a $5 game, kind of like your uh, number five entry uh, with Pedro and uh, the Ape. Ape Out. Ape Out. I want to say Ape Escape for some reason, <laughs> uh, which I did play Ape Out. That's a really fun game. But like a lot of these like independent, uh, you know, small titles, like I think Ticket Earth actually is on PlayStation and other. Yeah, a lot of them get transitioned over. I, yeah. yeah, it was much later, but I think they're available on there now. And it's like for five bucks, I, I put more hours into that game than I did into Mortal Kombat and, uh, and anything else I've listed on it, right? except for Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I highly recommend it. And it's, we don't have enough of those games on our phones. Like most of them are like freemiums and stuff like that, where you can actually just kind of like, you know, like, oh shit, I got an hour to kill. And it's a fucking solid game. Right. Yeah, so. so is this one not included in Apple Arcade or? No, it, it's it's uh, it's not of part it? of the exclusive uh, one. Um, you're either in just the Apple Store or you're in Apple Arcade. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Does Aaron even play mobile games anymore? Mm, not really. <laughs> I mean, we need to get Brad. We need to get Brad on the show then. Some yeah. mobile, some mobile cell phone shit going on here. All right, yeah. Dave. Uh, do you know where you are now? No, I have no clue. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I'm at number three. I confuse myself with the three and the four. Um, what, what's, what's the five and the six, the seven yeah. and the eight. I got it. It's been a long day. Uh, okay, seven. Uh, number seven. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, what's funny about my list for this year is I've played a lot of uh, PSN free games, and they've been some of the best games, and they've all kind of made, quite a few of them have, made it onto the list and uh this one is sniper elite four there's there's just nothing better than killing head, nazis head shooting nazis from <laughs> thousand foot away it's i'm, I'm watching the bla- brains explode and That's then the brutal. worst the worst one is if you see one of the guys lying down and you go in through the eye it goes down through the spine and if you get it just right it blows the testicle apart and it's all in like slow motion. Here's the thing. I mean, Mortal, Kombat, Mortal Kombat 11 has those finishing moves where you... And they're supposed to be that way, right? Yeah. Sniper Elite, it's just like it's, you killing a person. And that's what it would probably be like. And for some reason, that bothers me more than the yeah. comical violence of Mortal Kombat 11. It is very weird. Well, if you get one person... I had to turn it off. I turned it off. front and one person behind... The bullet will hit a bone, and then it will ricochet and tumble into the guy behind, and you'll see like all his bones shatter. And it, I mean, it, I I know exactly what you mean. It is very, like, <laughs> disturbing. It, it, I just yeah. the test the testicle blowout though is the worst. <laughs> were, were you okay when Saving Private Ryan was released? I'm just curious. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I guess no. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm fine with violence, but there's something weird about like. Every time you kill a guy with a snipe and it does a kill cam, like like you're killing yeah. a lot of guys, so you kill oh, yeah. and it's just I don't need to see that. 
every time. And it's just incredibly graphic. Uh, I just... It sounds more like it's fatigue versus like maybe, actually... Maybe, maybe, maybe. It was cool the first time, but it's like, I don't need to see this every time. Yeah, I started, <laughs> sk- you know, I started skipping it after the headshot. Because you can just turn it off. So yeah. That's what I did. Some of the some of the more fun shots though, like you know, shoot people in the leg or whatever. Plus in Mortal Kombat 11, when you're fighting against your friends and you do that and you rip their head out and shove it up their ass, it's like, yeah, that's what I just did to you. <laughs> 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 anyway, cool. That's a, no, that's a great game. Yeah, that uh, was it's, it's really that, well made. I beat that game. It was really solid, really well made. My only complaint was the first levels were more fun than the later ones just because there were there were more opportunities for long distance sniping than there were late because as it goes on you're moving into like towns and then compounds and you know you're just not spread out it is a cool game because it gives you things that you don't normally think about like they'll have planes fly over by and so when the planes fly over by that's a good time to shoot because it'll mask the sound yeah you'll get a bonus points for killing the dudes it's really kind of inventive, so I, I enjoyed that aspect yeah. of it. Yeah, it was, it was a good game. All right, Jerry, number three. It's a VR game. Resident Evil 7. I played the entirety of it in VR. That was a good game. I couldn't play it in VR. It would it scared me enough just playing it on the two, 2D <laughs> screen, honestly. It made me jump a lot, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is something like it put me on the edge all the time I was playing it. Resident Evil 2 does about a similar thing, but it's not as bad. It's just more like <laughs> the jump scare, you know. Yeah, there. I don't know. Jump scares don't really do much to me. Uh, the the scares that actually get me are the ones where people are chasing you. You're you're running and you can hear something running behind you. That that kind of thing's kind of scary. But uh, like Resident Evil Seven. And the atmosphere was so dark and dreary, super weird, and mm-hmm. just kind of ever-changing. And it was just really cool to see that from my perspective. They did that house really well. Yeah, that house is really impressive. And uh, I, anybody that has VR should uh, treat themselves the $20 no. Resident Evil 7 game. Negative. Really, really <laughs> just dive in. It's so good. I'm curious if you could do, if they remade Nemesis, Resident Evil Nemesis, and do that in VR, how many people would have heart attacks? Yeah, That's probably. coming. Well, the game is not in, not in VR, but yeah. it's coming. Yeah. It, that would be nice because the Resident Evil Two is using the same engine, uh, RE engine or whatever they call it, uh, so they could easily just turn it into a third-person VR game. There's there's really no reason they can't because uh, it sounds like uh, third person is a really good aspect to have in VR. So. I would be really interested if Resident Evil 2 came in well, VR. I think the other thing that game deserves to mention, just for the fact it was the full game was VR. It wasn't like, yeah. you know, these games where they had a VR mission or whatever just to pad it out and say they support VR. As uh, I mentioned uh, earlier in the year, don't play the beginning in VR. Just wait until you get in the mansion because the outside at the beginning looks like butt. <laughs> and just to add again, that's another, that's one of the, Again, Capcom making a game. I mean, Capcom's just been killing it, you know? So, Cool. Uh, Aaron, what you got? Number, what's this, three? Yes, this is Dave, is this three? I don't know. I lost track. <laughs> it's, okay, no, number seven. <laughs> my, uh, so, no, my number three actually is Anthem for PS4. It, I beat this game, and I enjoyed the story. I mean, yes, as soon as it... That's pretty high on the list. I wow. I know it's surprising, but um, I actually liked it. But 
the only thing that bothered me was after you beat the game, nothing. Literally, nothing. It is kind of a dead game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, up to that point, it's amazing, though. I really disliked the maps and the, uh, the system that gave you the pointers as to where to go. Especially if you were playing with multiple people, because they're always ahead of you, so it would like disappear. I can't talk. I spent a hundred hours in the yeah, game. Yeah, Ian and I both <laughs> spent a lot of time in the game. No, I didn't spend as much time as Ian, but uh, I I really appreciate the graphics in the game. The, yeah. out, the world in the outer areas looked really really beautiful. It's yeah, yeah. Really there hasn't well been a better Iron world, Man game. There wasn't yet, anything so. in it. <laughs> that yeah. was the problem I had. Well, I I like the game. I mean, yeah, the the mechanics are great. The flying was probably the best I've ever seen in a game that has like a person flying versus like that. That was the bit that was stood out to me for that game. Yeah. I also I also found as yeah, I was I playing a, a woman, obviously. Oh, I play as woman too. Getting into the out out the mech was extremely erotic. It, I didn't see it that way. I just started getting a suit. I but can't say I ever got a boner <laughs> playing that game. So. I don't know if I got a boner. I just thought like, wow, that's really kind of sexy. Oh man! You have like a a Ripley aliens fetish. Kinda. Anyway. Funny. Well, don't we all? Uh, so, yeah. Good choice. Uh, I, I I that game's not gonna make my list, but good I choice, know. Aaron. Good yeah. choice. My one big concern with that is like uh, you you spend so much time away from the enemies. They always look like tiny little ants. Yeah. So I don't know what any of the enemies look like, or even what they are. Really. Yeah, mm, I don't know. I uh, there's there's a couple of the big ones, of course, that you can see that. Yeah, not really yeah. close to them. But I I was always up in the air, and they were just tiny, teeny little things. I have no idea what they look like. Were they human? You were I kind were of carpet bombing them from orbit. I, I play pretty close to my television, so I can see everything. <laughs> I'm like pretty I, much like right there. I should try. Well, the <laughs> thing was, I tried getting their face, so I was like face for the most part but then yeah you had to kind of run away quite a bit a lot of it too is the only reason i played so much is like i played a lot with tony death uh hopefully tony death still listens to our show but i play does. i spent a lot of time with him just running with his crew and getting a lot of uh what do they call the weapon that like legendary i don't know what the high-end stuff is called but, i don't remember anything. uh i just I remember either. running with him qu- quite a bit and having a good the purple time. stuff no we're talking about gold Yellow, oh, sorry. Gold. I'm talking about the yellow gold, the good yeah, stuff. Yeah, the real good stuff. Not good, the shitty good. stuff. Anyway, thank you, Aaron. Yes. Nick, do you have a three? Fallout. Borderlands three. Borderlands three. So, yeah, it's basically much of the same that you've played before or I've played before. Unfortunately, at just some point, I, in preparation for the game, I... I bought the uh, 4K version of the original Borderlands. Um, I was playing Borderlands 2 on the um, Handsome Collection with Jared sometimes and mostly by myself. But you know, by the time I I put in about 40-some hours, it just I got burned out by it. Um, I do plan on going back and playing it some more. It, it is a really fun game, but again, it's... It's a lot of work. It's a chore. Well, uh, sometimes... I mean, because I got up to a certain point, got to a boss, he beat me. I, I'm in, in playing him or fighting him, I kind of figured out how to beat him, but I decided to take a break, came back, and um, I had to go fight through a whole horde of enemies yeah. just to get to him. And I found a few of the bosses sometimes. I'd be like level 20, and the boss would be like level 20 or level 19. And I, I just couldn't beat him. I had to go back and, you know, re, re-level up a couple more levels before I could beat him. I hate well, that shit. Oh, yeah, there was one boss that I had to, uh, I had to fight at least like 
six, eight, maybe even ten times before I actually finally beat him. Yeah. Um, which made oh. it really worthwhile. Quickly, but what class were you running? Um, I can't remember what her class is, but she's got a mech and. Oh, the mech. Yeah, I was. The, I was the mech. Yeah, Moe's. Iron Bear. Cool. Yeah, I was the ice. Iron. I had. Well, I upgraded all the ice. I'd recommend you acid or fire. Um. Ah, uh, sorry. Go on. Go on. <laughs> oh. Come on, Seattle Seahawks Sonics. I was gonna say I'd recommend the Beastmaster. That one is. Very good one for B playing uh, three. That's what yeah. I used. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to go back and play all the classes. No. Kind of like what I should be doing with the other Borderlands, too. Cool. All right. Well, is that the last time Borderland? Probably the last time Borderland. Wait, does Aaron have it on his list? Aaron doesn't have it on his list. So, all right. Um. Okay, so I switched Need for Speed Heat. Need for Speed Heat was at number three. And I had Ghost Recon Breakpoint at number four. But I decided to kick Ghost Recon Re- Breakpoint off and drop Need for Speed down. I'm putting... Okay, so this is a game for 2018. I'm not recommending... I am, I mean, I recommend this game, but I'm recommending the DLC that came out in 2019. So we're talking... Assassin's Creed Odyssey makes it on my list again. It was like number two last year. It's number three this year, but it's the DLC that came out in 2019, episode three of the Atlantis storyline. And this DLC is probably bigger than most games you play. Like uh, the world itself is bigger than most games you play. And it's really just that team showing off because it is one of the most brilliant, lovely, like the, the level design in the game is incredible. And if you like The Witcher, AC Odyssey is, in my opinion, oh, way better than The Witcher. Um, I mean, I love The Witcher, but and this game, obviously, The Witcher gave way to this game, but this game is so beautiful. And just you go, uh, spoiler a little bit, you go to Atlantis, and this world of Atlantis is incredible. And just I've I've spent so much. I mean, last year it was my second number. I mean, play game. I played like sixty some, seventy some hours in the game. And that's just, there's like three episodes. So there's three DLCs that came out in 2019 that I played. So it's like a whole other game. And I'm just picking the last episode. But if you put all three of those episodes, I mean, that's a full game that they released as DLC that I feel that probably not everyone played. Um, probably because it's not Aquaman in it. <laughs> so, thanks, Aaron. But I just want to champion Assassin's Creed Odyssey some more. And I think that game is brilliant. And I think the DLC is even better than, I mean, you can't really say better, but it's pretty cool. And just where it takes the character and the stuff that happens and the stuff you get and the story is still really interesting and the lead performance, I don't know. I it's DLC kind of sucks nowadays because you can't, there's not, like, why isn't there an award for best DLC? Because some of these, like like Destiny, uh, there's a lot of games that put a lot of expansion shit, and they probably deserve an award because they're still releasing shit in a year. But anyway, I think it's brilliant, and so go play it. I think you're right. Yeah, I think the team behind No Man's Sky would have to get the Exactly. <laughs> I mean, No Man's Sky did a... I mean, No Man's Sky is an honorable mention on mine. I mean, they really dr- dropped some huge amounts of shit this year. I did play a lot of that this year. Their VR update, I mean I mean just their whole that game is a whole another level than what it was when it launched. There's just like uh, developers that are supporting their games even if they're not like 
you know how Destiny or some like Warframe, they're like these ongoing games and they get support for that. But like there's games that like drop just regular DLC, just regular support that still support their games. Because like it, it seems like nowadays it's a lot of turnover. You play a game, turn it over. Play a game, turn it over. Games that can keep you engaged and make great content that is just as good as their original content that they launched with should be rewarded. So Well, if you uh, add a track to your record and you re-release a CD, you get nominated for Best Album the year that you <laughs> put that. that that's uh, what happened to Jared Leto's band. But like... I, I think it's true. It's like when you look at like Final Fantasy fourteen or Destiny two, both of them are poorly received mm-hmm, upon mm-hmm. release. But once they started putting in that time with the DLC and and the free up, uh, updates and everything exactly. like that, they ended up becoming award winning series. And Final Fantasy fourteen right now is still going on. It's still going very strong. Very strong. Heck, I put a ton of hours into Warframe this year, and the game's amazing. It keeps getting better. And my yeah. my wife plays uh, Elder Scrolls Online. They have. A shit ton of content last year. They have a huge amount of content coming out this next year. I mean, and she loves that game. So I mean, I mean, and if Jason Wolford was here, he would talk about Destiny Two and Shadow Keep. It'd be whatever. his entire top five. It was yeah, all the expansions <laughs> that dropped. You know, it's all he talk about. But you know what I mean. So like, you know, I get ongoing games, but I feel like when you have a single player, like a finite game, and they drop really great DLC, that never gets rewarded. You know, so. It's actually funny. When I was in Finland a few years ago, I actually uh, went over to Jason's house because he was going to teach me how to brew beer. And uh, I show up, and he's playing Destiny 2, and he goes, hang on a second. Here, grab this controller. So we played Destiny 2 for about like two hours, and I looked over, and I was like, are we going to learn how to make beer today? He goes, what? Yeah, it's on the kettle. Uh, we got about three hours until it's ready. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, that's it. So All right, just Brad. Looking for a player All two. Right. Number we're, two. We're at number two. Um, I'm going to uh, throw a probably mildly unexpected curveball and say uh, Link's Awakening on the Switch, the remake. The remake. Yeah. I think they did a really good job of uh, balancing out a really faithful recreation where you feel like you're in the same place you were at uh, when you were a kid playing the original, if you, if you did. Uh, but also adding new content that it was still fresh. Uh, the graphics were really well done. They're very Nintendo-y, but they're just really pretty also. Um, I, I put it on uh, my friend's uh, you know giant 65-inch 4K TV. And uh, I mean, the game's not made in 4K, but it looked gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. I think I, I played that game uh, nonstop. Uh, I'm, I think I'm at the last castle now, so up until I moved back here to Oregon, it was like, what I played for about 40 hours straight. Do you play the original? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, I played it on the uh, Super Game Boy. Super Game Boy. Actually, oh. I played it yeah, same here. On, on the Super Nintendo with a little cartridge adapter. Yeah. So I, I would just say a lot of a lot of like outlets talked about the like the frame dropping. How bad was that when you were playing the game? Like, Was there a lot of ch- chugging or no? No, I mean, not, not, nothing that was noticeable. You're talking about the original? No, 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 the current one, the one on Switch. Oh, no, they, it, it's flawless in my opinion. You didn't have a, you didn't run to a lot of No, no. Maybe I got lucky. Maybe. Yeah, that's, my Switch is better than yours. <laughs> oh, I don't play it, so. <laughs> Me play a Zelda game? <laughs> anyway. Did you give Breath of Wild an 8 out of 10? I did. Okay, as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up, Dave. And you are, it looks like you are wearing some, uh, Zelda Green there. <laughs> hey, I'm hey, I don't Zelda hate Zelda. Zelda. I just like to make fun of it. Anyway, go for it, Dave. Number two. Uh, my number two was Detroit Become Human. I finally played that game this year, and it was absolutely fantastic. The story was great. The 
the graphics were great. I mean, it was just really involving and I really enjoyed it. And it's not usually my type of game, but it was, I can't recommend the guy it. Who the guy who played through all the Telltale games to get Platinums is kind of your game. Well, no, I played through those to get the platinum. I didn't play through those because I enjoyed them. Uh, there's a difference. <laughs> all right, but wait, did you finish? Wait, I gotta. Did you do? Were you gonna? weren't you gonna play all three of the games and then? weren't you gonna do like? Uh, I did. What's the first? I one? did play Alan Wake. Was it? No, not, not Alan, Alan Wake. Wake. Um, the triangle game. Yeah, uh, with the, the with the heavy uh, rain. Yes, I beat heavy rain. I played that. But that. you didn't. You didn't do Beyond Two Souls. No, I didn't. Okay. So I don't think that came with the uh, free download. Didn't it? I think it was free once, yeah. Oh. Did you end up getting uh, Platinum on Detroit? Did you get all the characters to stay alive? No. No, I, I got plenty of trophies, but I wasn't playing it for a Platinum. I wasn't cheating or like looking ahead. That game be hard I just made the choices though. I wanted to make and went from there. Purely for the joy of gaming. <laughs> yeah, it's not all about the Platinums. Yeah, I think so, because, you know, I I made it out with, I think one of the characters died, one of my characters died before the end, but, and it was, I was like, no! Cool. I, I thought the humans would be merciful and they weren't and kill me. <laughs> so, my mistake. All right, uh, Jared, number two. So, I'm going to cheat here a little bit. It's a yeah. game that came out last year, but... Uh, I didn't pick it up till this week, and I so you, immediately. You've been playing it. You've been playing it in 2020. Is yes, what you're you never even played this game in 2019. <laughs> I didn't. So more we than have, a little bit cheating, dude. I, we have some rules. You have to have played it in the year that. No. <laughs> Jared, Jared, about. I love this cheat. I yeah. love this cheat. I'm, cheat. I'm going to cheat this. I like this one I like because this one. I want to talk about this was, game. Was last year such a bad year for games? A, that you have no, because it came out in 2019. It did. It came out it in 2019. So uh, that, that's how I'm getting away with it is because it came out last year. Hold on, hold on. You mean you could do a late 2019 and play it this year in Cows of Cheek? God damn it. It wasn't on Man. sale till yeah, this year. It just went on sale like I, last Tuesday. I, play, I played this game in 2014 that came out in like 2012. Maybe yeah. I should put it on la my game of the year last <laughs> yeah. year's list. Why not? The Outer Wilds. The Outer Wilds is a wonderful it's, game. It's a critical darling, I believe. Yeah. I mean, I, I listened to a lot of podcasts talk about it. It just seemed like it might be something, I don't know, I was like, ah, maybe, I don't know, maybe. But it went on sale for like 20 bucks, and I pick it up, and um, every like 20 minutes or something, the world resets for some reason or another. I don't want to give too much away about the game, but uh, you have to figure out this race of beings, you know, you're kind of studying this race of beings, what they were looking for, and you're going to look for what they're looking for. And uh, every planet on this solar system is really tightly woven and close together. So it doesn't take forever to travel to like a no man's sky or something like that. You know, it's a lot easier because uh, it's just one solar system. But each planet is just so filled with different details and stories that are told and you learn so much every single 20 minutes that you play this you know you can either pick one planet and we keep going down and doing a certain thing to, until you figure out exactly what's going on or you can just go and do different things or just fly around and just 
do whatever the hell you want and it's a lot of fun it's it's such a hard game to really explain without spoiling anything so i I don't really want to i think it'd be a perfect dave game sounds like no man's sky well that was going to be my question is it a game i would enjoy because i've seen a little bit about it and it looked like it might be it's like no man's sky with a point (laughs) <laughs> like it has, some, but it, so has, it's, um, it has it has yeah. something to say. It has something driving you. It has a purpose. No they're Man's Sky sold. Is, no Man's Sky with a point because I enjoy No Man's Sky. I feel, yeah, I feel like it has a point, but it's not really. Well, a No point. Man's Sky is a survival game, and it's yeah. never really driving you to do anything except survive. Yeah. But Whereas Outer, Outer World, game. Outer, Wor- or Outer Wilds, there there are no enemies. You don't have to shoot stuff, but you're figuring you, stuff out. Yeah, it's all yeah. about learning. And figuring it out and trying to solve a grand puzzle. <sighs> I wasn't going to get another game until I cleared some of my backlog. Thanks, Jared. It's on, <laughs> this game it's on sale. 20, 20 bucks. It's worth every penny. Now it's, my, it's worth the full price. Well, it's only honestly. 25 it's only, bucks. Yeah, 20, so, it's yeah. like 30 I think. No, it's twenty four ninety nine. Okay, yeah. It, it's cheap and it's, cheap it's worth every penny. So, so now I've got Days Gone, uh, AC Odyssey, Outer Wilds uh, yeah. on my list, which will end up being on the 2020 show because I'm going to start playing much. Basically, so it's cheap now. So if I wait until I've played some of my other games, it'll be even cheaper. Maybe. Right. Yeah, it, you eventually will need to play this, but you don't have to play it today. You know, If, if you need to wait, go for it. But uh, this is a game that should stay on your list and be on the top of your list. I might just take that recommendation. You should leave Brad's up here and share with Jared. <laughs> right. It might be We're easier. having so much fun. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Share the mic. It's up and down and over. I'm going to bring my Sure 57 Well, next we time. always have such dynamic conversations. To, to the audio listeners, uh, three of us are sitting on a couch and two of us are oh. sitting high up on... Stools, and then one has his own chair. Sometimes, 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 sometimes you can't. You know, they say they're going to show up. You never know. So yeah, I'm just yeah. I'm, true. Most of the time, it's just the four of us. So yeah. Anyway, and it's the first time with this new setup. Jared, number two. Oh wait, you're number two. Aaron, Aaron yeah, my number turn. two. All right. So, okay, Dave. So now that there's this cheat involved, I'm going to do my little cheat. You're gonna cheat. Yeah, bring it, baby. I'm Jedi Fallen Order. Oh. Jedi Fallen Order. Why are you number cheating? Two. How's that cheating? Well, it came out in 2019. I just started this year. <laughs> oh, like Jared. You I did get it for Christmas, though. I Technically, did. you got it for Christmas, so you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just started this year. You at least bought the game in the year. <laughs> well, it's the game of the year for. This is this is actually my number one. Oh, oh yeah. what? That, that game is so good. The only thing I have issue with that game the camera playing it no the camera no a lot of people have camera issues yeah i i hate that but the story is good the fact you're able to control a jedi exactly how you want to is amazing but i don't know about exactly how you want to well i got to the point now i have the double lightsaber (laughs) i mean no tentacles yeah yeah oh there is tentacles but not on you but no um i know i'm sorry i'm I feel like I'm pretty far in that, but it's such a good game, though. And I you, you can't play as a woman. No, no. So Ian's never. You play as play Cal Kestis. They're they're adding DLC. The in dude, the, future. the dude from uh, Shameless. Yeah, and it's, it's first ginger uh, uh, Star Wars. This happened right after the whole uh, Order sixty six thing, but um, 
But it's such a good game, though. I what, what difficulty are you playing it on, Aaron? I'm on medium, which is... Normal? Yeah. It's like the normal. When you're saying you were going to turn it down, though, because <laughs> it was getting a bit tricky. It's getting tricky, and the camera angles just suck, because like at some point, you're actually fighting like a group of characters. All of a sudden, the camera just completely goes to the other side and You just have to learn dies. how to lock on. Well, as soon as you lock on a character, it follows him no matter where you go. I did, and then it switched on me. We watched him play last week, and it was I think he probably just gets excited and unclicks the button. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> uh, it was just, uh, that was my whole thing, just the cameras. Yeah, just I, I get that, because when I'm when I'm playing a lot of games, you know, I'm kind of rough on my joystick, so I end up clicking the L and R3 yeah. just randomly, so that, that can happen. This yeah. is the other studio of this year. I mean, you're talking about Respawn. They they did. Oh, yeah. They did uh, in February that Apex, Le- Apex Legends dropped, and that game's Good huge. Game too. Yeah. And then you have this game at the end of the year. That studio is just cleaning up. Yeah, honestly, if that's the only issue I have with it, the cameras, there's really nothing else wrong with it. The story's tight. What about the Wookiees? I, like oh the, I mean, their faces look like they're melting. Your <laughs> <laughs> only graphical complaint I have, really. I think they look more like a hip at the face of the pan and just kind of... <laughs> Here's the thing about that game. Obviously, it had to come out before Star Wars, I think, was one of the kind of edicts. They had to, like, drop it. Yeah. But, like, if they had delayed it... and before you know, you, know, you know what's funny? If they had delayed it, even though it would have been coming out during Cyberpunk, all those games delayed... Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. You know what's yeah. funny? Yeah. It's so be funny. Good, though. It's insane. It would have released on its own. I think Final Fantasy VII Remake is just a joke, and they're just fucking with us. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but the problem with Jedi Fallon, I mean, it's kind of a... This year's a weird year. It, it's a questionable game of the year. Like, it's good, but it's not... It's, you know, it's kind of mixed. Like, if it had more time to cook, it could have been the solid contender for Game of the Year. Yeah. One of the things I really love about it is that it has so much potential as a franchise. Right. Um, you, you guys know that I was very critical of Fallen Order when it came out on E3. I was yeah. very critical about the graphics. I saw, I had complaints of, I mean, of course it was a beta at the time, but... Yeah. Um, and I had, uh, as you guys all know, that uh, when I was playing it, I had complaints about like the, the boxes, the treasure chests and everything, where they, they didn't affect the gameplay whatsoever. They don't no. really still, too. I mean, no, you no. need another poncho, Brad? Yeah, and I hate the ponchos. ponchos. I hate the ponchos. You the poncho? But that said, sure. the, the, the reason why it's my number one, and we're skipping you guys because uh, it's the same game as yours real No, that's quick, fine. That's fine. fine. Is, is that uh, it really hits it on the head with the vibe of Star, Star Wars. Wars right. Like you really feel immersed into the Star Wars yeah. world. You really feel, and, and at first the controls are really basic, but as you get further in it, you start getting to a point that you actually feel like and as it doles yeah. out powers yeah. out here, yeah. like once, you kind of feel like, what am I doing? And it's then insane. It's, as soon as you start getting yeah. like double jump and all those kinds of like you know very typical moves, but you, you start feeling like you're a Jedi. locker in Return of the Jedi. You know? Um, and uh, it, it's pretty insane. I don't know how I feel about being a Jedi because this guy's not such a whiny little bitch, but... I think everybody was freaking out about the dual lightsaber because they wanted to be Darth Maul. But uh, when you get to the point in the game where you actually get, um, like, actually two lightsabers, oh. like, that's when, like, the gameplay, like, steps up a notch and you're taking on, like, hordes of people right. at a time. It's, it's, it's insane. No, I look forward to playing it. I, uh, I just, you it's know, fun. I, obviously I went down the Need for Speed route and not the Jedi Fallen Order route. So you know, that, you know, that's where my uh, yeah. my directive lies. But uh, no, I'm I'm super eager to play this game, and 
I hear the story is really great at the beginning. It's kind of a lull in the middle, and then it gets the ending. That's what a lot of games are though, because and the ending is super awesome. It's it's hard to follow for a lot of how the size games are. Then right. you start forgetting what the story is because you've just spent twenty hours trying to like get a hundred percent on a planet. You yeah, know, and that's true for almost all those games. Oh, so it's like the Mandalorian. It's good at the beginning and good at the end, but uh, uh, oh, wait, the Mandalorian uh, in the middle. Uh, wait, the Mandalorian's good. No, I yeah. don't hate the Mandalorian. I have spoken. So says Such the is the way of the Mandalore. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Nick to win. Nick to win. What is your number two? Well, since there's a whole lot of rule breaking going on here, rule breaking. Bring it. Well, I'm just going to bend it a little bit because it had something come out in 2019. You just play that one string and you bend it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just don't bend it too much or else it breaks. And the next song. Well, we, we don't record all the time. So, I mean, if we started playing it before this episode, it's technically uh, <laughs> valid, right? Yeah, right? That's what we're going on. Yeah. Just don't just don't pick up a Game Boy game from like... Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> Metroid Prime. <laughs> no, Link's Awakening, the original. Super Mario Bros. <laughs> Um, no, I'm going to go with uh, Borderlands 2. Oh! Yes. Nice choice. I mean, I... Because yeah, you hadn't solid. played it until this year. Ever? Um, the Handsome Collection I didn't play until this year. Cool. Well, basically every game that's on my PS4 now I haven't played It is a year. superior game to Borderlands 3. Yeah, it is. Yes, because I had a turret I could throw out and then hide around the corner, let it do my dirty work while I sit here and heal or stare at the wall or... Then once it's done, I come around the corner and collect all the goodies and move on. But I also feel like the writing in that game is better. It's just, I don't know. It's a better story. It's yeah, I had the better story, better. better characters. Well, I mean, is any of the Borderlands stories really that? No, I do, I do think, I do, I do. I mean, they're fun. I, no, but I do think Borderlands 2 had a good story, and I do think there's a lot of cool things that happen in that game. I don't know where you are in the game. Did you beat it? Uh, no, I did not. I mean, every game on my list I haven't beaten. <laughs> uh, it's partially on purpose. All I know, all I'm going to say is, like, the situation with Bloodwing, like, that was like a real, like, mo- I haven't played the first Borderlands, and when the thing with Bloodwing happens, and it's just kind of like, holy shit, what? Bloodwing, is that a, that's um, sure from the first one? Yes. Uh, yeah, that would be uh, Jared's costume from way back yeah, in the day. Yeah, oh, I, wow. I, I did dress up as Mordecai. That's, <laughs> that's right. Nice. That's so I, I have to give props out to more like sci-fi shooters like that with shields and stuff like that versus realism. Because you can run around, jump around, hop around, do stupid shit and have fun instead of just ducking behind a rock and, and pop your head up every once in a while. Yeah, it's so fun just being able to... Run around in Borderlands. You can like jump and run around and you still have a lot of fun and not die every three seconds. Uh, but in like if you're playing Call of Duty, you can do the same thing and just get wrecked and not have as much fun. You and then get yelled the at by a bunch of kids too. Yeah. But doesn't exactly. it really just feel like 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 when when I was playing Borderlands two again, I was playing with Brad and I was playing with all these different people, Matt, I played with Jared a little bit. Uh it's really just like jumping in the game and just you just Fucking around, yeah. Like, just like killing, fuck around, looting like. some shit. Just hey, what's up? Let's go this shit. way and kill things. things. Yeah, it, like at a certain point, none of it matters. No. <laughs> you know? Yeah, 
That's one of the best games to fuck around with. It really was. It, I mean, it really is first-person Diablo in that sense, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever bought, like, a Call of Duty or anything like that, like, on launch day. It's always been Borderlands. Yeah, right. Destinies, that, it, it, Halos, it, any of that stuff with shields where you can run around. Oh, shit, my shield's gone. I'll go hide for a little bit. It's just so much more fun. Borderlands 2 was a champion of that. Cool. Good choice, Nick. Thank me. It, it, technically, it got DLC that dropped this year, so it's new. And yes, so more cool I use. So it's relevant, really, really if strange. you think about it. Very strange. I mean, a game that's like how old? That's 2012. Gotta be, that's got to be the oldest uh, DLC in the history being dropped on a game. Like It's funny because you were like worried about spoiling the game for him. I'm like, I'm pretty sure the time limit on the spoiler ban has been lifted <laughs> a few years ago. Yeah, right? yeah, don't ruin it for me, please. Um, I mean, don't tell me Roland dies in it. What? What? God damn it. I did not know this. Oh. Thanks. All right. So my number two is a game that I know Dave just got and Jared's in the wings to borrow from me. I think it's, oh, man. I got to be honest. My number two and number one, I was switching back and forth quite a bit, actually. Uh, but I'm going to go. My number two is Control from Remedy Studios. They did Max Payne, they did Alan Wake, they did Quantum Break over on the Xbox One, right? Yeah. Uh, Control, man. Uh, It's like X-Files, but like Max Payne, and you got sci-fi, and you got flying, you got... It's just a cool story, and uh, a female uh, protagonist, she's very attractive, and it's fun to follow her around. Ah, the story is kind of <laughs> gripping and mysterious. Got it's got it's got so many things. Isn't that like, my ears are burning. I didn't this. buy this game at launch. I bought it like a couple weeks later. I like I don't know what I was playing at the time, but I was waiting to get this game, and I just said, "Fuck it." It is brilliant. I think if it wasn't for my number one, it would definitely be my number one. Um, I mean, it does. It's. It's basically just your average third-person action-adventure game where you're investigating some shit. You have quests and everything. And the the acting's really good, and the quests are inventive, and the just what they do, the, the style. The game oozes style, and it's just very interesting uh, how it's uh, given to you. And uh, I really enjoyed it. I I'm excited to play it. I love it. I loved it. I, I, I'm excited to play the DLC when it comes out. Maybe that'll be my number three or number four in 2020. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, my number two, Control. Nice. I like how your voice changed when you start talking about the protagonist. It's yeah, like, right. right. It's, like, it's like your telly voice when I you're love, like, trying love, to like, pick up a girl. I love, I, love, <laughs> I love strong female leads. I love strong female cheap? leads. I, I was looking They're through your fun. collection earlier, I like and that. I almost swiped it off the shelf. Well, the other cool thing is, is they... She has different costumes, but this is one costume she they give you. Like it's not overly sexy, but it's body tight, and she's got a great walk. It's not as good <laughs> as near Automata Two B walk. Like that's the greatest female walking animation <laughs> in the history of video games. Tune um, in next week. <laughs> top five video <laughs> game walks. <laughs> walks. <laughs> Better yet, but, are we gonna have Ian dress up as her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, right? because exactly. of this podcast, none of us can ever run for president. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> well, not yet. I think at this point, it doesn't really matter, guys. <laughs> Give it time. Yeah. Give it time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a great game. Control. I recommend borrow it, buy it. I, yeah. 
And Brad is your number one, but we know your number one. You talked about it, but Jedi Fallen Order. Star Wars. Star Wars. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping they'll uh, get, we'll get a follow-up to that one real quick. With, I hope with, so. With I hope. really, really just ugly, <laughs> scary Wookiees everywhere. <laughs> no, but just Fix really the focused. Wookies, I think, seriously. I, I, think it's, I think it's in order. I mean, in order. Who knows? Maybe uh, they'll, maybe they'll have a big old DLC patch for us, and it'll fix all their hair. Well, the other thing is <laughs> the other the other, yeah, quite, the other question is this the well, they just a small <laughs> no, but the, the other DLC. questionable thing is that the EA Disney license is up in like a year. Yeah. So like Disney could choose to go somewhere else, and this game won't get a sequel. Or just buy a bunch of people and have their own yeah, studio. Maybe. All right. But Disney doesn't want to do that anymore. Uh, too much work. All right, so we know we know Brad's number one, Jedi Fallen Order. Dave, what is your number one? I know Day's Gone. Go. Yeah, Day's Gone. Fantastic game. It's open world. I'm. I. I he get, loves bikers. Were you considering platinuming it? He loves zombies. I think I probably will platinum it because it. I got he about halfway ben. through before I realized I was doing the side mission, doing like every mission. So I'm pretty much done. I just enjoyed the. Did qu- you beat the main story? The question. No, I'm really close. I'm about eighty-five percent. Now the way this through. is actually violating our rule of this. Well, number one, you need to have. Beat hey, <laughs> at least at least it was a game released in the year. Yeah, yeah, I played it in the year. Yeah, we're warping all the rules. We're okay here, dude. It's never been we're a rule. You have rules. to beat the game to for it to be your game of the year. True. There's some some games are unbeatable, but uh, no, it's. I didn't beat I, Mortal Kombat Eleven. I just well, love riding around on the motorcycle in Central that's Oregon okay. and Okay, I got a question. I got stuff. a question for this. How much just pushing walking the bike have you done without it, when it's out of gas? Uh very, very little. Okay. I've I've been had, pretty good about that. I had to push it once <laughs> and that was it and I didn't have to push it very far because <laughs> I was And then close do you to feed camp. it and pet it? And then, like, I put all, I, serenade I, it. I use the uh, scrap to repair it, and then I put some gas in the tank. Like red. Did, did you paint it like the, your motorcycle? No, it's, it's got a bright red tank right now. Oh damn! I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get it up to the maximum level so I can do. Uh, I'm at like level two out of three on the, all the stuff on it. I've got some level three stuff on it. I feel like a motorcycle is like the worst uh, vehicle choice in a zombie world. It's yeah, like right. Announcing to the entire forest, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is kind of funny because you'll roll up. You roll up, and maybe you found a, a camp. That is you it a Harley? Out. Of course, it's like oh, so it might not. It's, it's a not style. a Harley in name, it's, but it's it's as loud as. It, if only it was a Honda, it would never let you down. Well, needless to say, you uh, you show up and. You, you have to keep an eye on the counter and when you get within about 150 foot of wherever it is you're trying to go to, you just jump off the bike otherwise they see you coming a mile away. You what can hear a motorcycle coming from a mile away. You really can. What does it do the best? Gameplay, story, what is... I'm really enjoying the way it pieces together the story from like different points of view and how everything's kind of appears to be coming together and because this game was not reviewed well did it was there a lot of patches does it run really well for you so i played a lot i played probably about 10 hours of it when i got it in june and then i started playing it again in november and it i've had no glitches graphically it's been solid i've had like one or two times where i've crashed into stuff and 
the physics has been just a little weird, but not like, you know, crazy and it's got me killed. But um, I forgot what the question was now. Did you download the free Death Stranding DLC for the game? No, I haven't yet, but I did unlock the the Death Stranding tank just recently, and I thought about painting it. <laughs> but no, it's I just like the game. I like the story. The character is real. I really like the main character, and um, but I can see why he wouldn't review very he's well. He's like your he's like your father-in-law. Because I think you would have to play at least forty to sixty hours to like play the game and get the whole story, and it does have like about 10 hours in it does kind of like lose its way a little bit and then it tightens up again cool. but if you do you know i think it's like most of these games where they review a long game that's meant to be played many many hours and they just review the first 10 hours of it and then they kind of get they're like eh. it's a game that probably could have like like jedi fallen order another three months of polish it probably would have fixed everything and uh, they could have tightened it up, but by the same token, it's a, it's an interesting world. It's fun to ride around. Things happen. It doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel as empty as like Red Dead's world can feel sometimes. <sighs> so, you know, I I really. <laughs> you like it better than Red Dead? Oh yeah, yeah. Holy shit, that's awesome. That's I actually like, a I surprise. like the in- infestations. There's, you know not, there's nothing better though than going into a. You cave. know what, Dave? I was never gonna play Days Gone, but because mm-hmm. you said that. I'll, I'll give it a whirl. Red Dead 1 had a zombie mode that they released yeah. as DLC. I, I wish not they released that again someday. Cause I that, actually have that. That was really fun. 360. But anyway, yeah. Uh, Jared. Nothing oh, yeah. better than going into a... The best bit of that game, though, for me, is going into, like, a cave or a dark spot, and there's just, like, hundreds of zombies in there, and you're like, oh, shit. And so you start laying, like, proximity mines on the way out of the cave, and then you just shoot that first bullet into the cave until they all hear it. And they all start running out and blowing up, nice. but even then you're like you're just running away, trying to shoot them because you can get up to a thousand zombies in the horde. Jesus, so it takes some killing. All right, anyway, Jared, what is your number one, Jared? My number one came out a couple of years ago, but this year for the Switch or t- 2019 for the Switch. Shantae's genie attack attack. Well, half genie hero is good. Uh, I selected Dragon Quest XI. Yay! Yeah, a JRPG at its finest. Um, What, about 90 hours you think you put in? uh, 80? Almost 80. And uh, I still want to keep going. There's uh, a lot of sections I have not completed. Mm. And some extra bosses I have not completed. But uh, eventually I will for sure go back into it because the game is so enjoyable. I loved all the characters. Uh... Even like the voice acting was really well done. For the Switch edition, they remastered the music. I guess on the PS4 version, everybody was really pissed because it was like synth music. It was sounding like a little too retro for what the game was. So the Switch version changed that. I'm assuming they patched it in the PS4. I don't know. But um, the character, the world, I I had nothing bad to say about it because the battles, uh, you could just make them go automatically and as fast as you wanted them to so you could fast forward the battles which really needs to be a mechanic in all JRPGs because that's generally the burden is the battles so yeah. if you can fast forward that where you just have to click a button and go to the bathroom 
Uh, you know, that's that's where JRPGs that's need to go. Some, some people like, like the grind, and some people don't. I don't like the grind. Does anyone else have interest in this game? Because I, I know very little about this game, and I couldn't ask a question about it. I just know that Jared loves these like Japanese RPG games. So I hadn't played a Dragon Quest game since the NES. Why is it better than Octopath? Because the battles are more fun, because you can just hit a button and walk away. So they're funner because you don't do them. You don't have well, to do no, them. No, <laughs> basically. So, basically. No, the, the problem with Octopath was that the story beats, at least in my experience, the story beats after spending, what, 50 hours of the game were few and far between, and the battles were more than half of the game. And I'm I'm more for story when I'm playing a JRPG versus what the battle system is. And if the whole game is the battle system, then it doesn't have enough for me. The battle system in Octopath Traveler is fun to a point, but if you don't have one character you might need in a specific area of the game and you're stuck in that area until you can get to the next city, it really takes all the fun out of it. So if you have a group of characters that can handle any group of enemies no matter what characters in the battle's party uh, it makes it a lot more of a fun experience and dragon quest 11 has such a great balance of characters it doesn't matter who you have in your party you're still going to have fun and the battles aren't going to be a burden cool huh? dragon quest 11 thing. who else is going to play that maybe someday <laughs> somebody want to loan it to me I'll, I'll play it maybe yeah, yeah, I'll loan it to you. There you go. Yeah, totally. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, number one. All right, my number one is uh, Final Fantasy XV for the PS4. Finally. I, I talked about how much I love that game. I, I let somebody, oh, that's right. That's I told right. You somebody beat that this year. Game, I did. And somebody did, and it's their number one. It is amazing. The story is tight. The gameplay is epic. The is graphics it? are beautiful. It's they a good game. It's all around amazing. And it looks like it's going on Brad's list. It's no, I've already. I'm, I'm actually looking up what year it came out. Right? <laughs> yeah, <quick. right>. <laughs> <laughs> 2018. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a couple years. <laughs> My producer over here, Brad. Is it 2018 <laughs> or 2017? I can't remember, but no, I finally I got. I'm going to say 2016. I, I played it uh, when I got back from Finland, so mm. it's at least that was like my game of the year, like at least three years ago. Oh, well, yeah. that's great. It was a good game, though. Bad well, voice no, actor. Yeah, so I, I got Jared's copy. Jared's I, I copy. played the episode Arden last year. Jared's nice. copy hung out at my place. I tried playing. I played it for a little bit. It's not bad. I like. I just didn't get involved with it, and so I, then I gave it to Aaron, and then Aaron just like crunched through it like nothing. Yeah. The but, final DLC episode Arden was released in 2019, and it was awesome. I, I talked about that. Did anybody uh, do the pocket edition where it's the exact same game but with uh-uh. like no, terrible graphics? No. no. I've seen it. It's always yeah. on sale. It's, suppo- you, you it's supposedly a complete remake yeah. or a rebuild of it. You should huh. try it. No. Get back to us, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> be a new that, mobile minute. At the end of the game, you get that ring, right? Yeah. And, and, and that ring is so powerful that I'd go up to like the ultimate boss. It's just to take you like two days to beat. Oh, the big turtle? Yeah, and I just like, I try the ring like seven times until it works on him and then he's dead and I'm like, well... Okay, the game's broken now. (laughs) (laughs) Platinum. Right. Now, the game is, in my opinion, one of the best games I've played since uh, God of War from last year. And it's great. I really enjoy that game entirely. Cool. I recommend it to anybody who wants to try it out. And if you don't, 
Well, it, you know, it's a, a JRPG that doesn't have turn-based battles. Yeah, but you get to control the whole thing, so that makes it worth it. Uh, speaking of God of War, let's get to Nick DeWin's uh, number one. God of War beat this game last year. Anyway, I'm a very hater. <laughs> I'm a very big hater of this game. Oh, so. yeah, a good choice. <laughs> I like it. Do you just want to announce it? Now, now how about you talk about it, Nick? <laughs> What's yeah. your number one? Shut up, Ian. Ian you want to go for a long walk? Complicated relationship with his father. <laughs> complicated. <laughs> Super. You know yeah. what? You know, Maybe you just hey, wait, wait. Like Let's talk about my father for a second. Yeah. He, had a, he had a nasty fall. He's in the hospital right now. I'm thinking of him. Oh, I didn't right. know. I, now I feel like shit. No, no it's, I don't know my father barely at all. So oh, okay. Anyway, screw it. Well, it's like it's like putting a horse down. Nick DeWin. <laughs> oh my goodness, Ian. Off the rails with the crazy. No, I feel like that that segues nicely into the game. He's Nick. Ignore Ian because no, you'll get putting some a horse down segues very nicely into his number one. Old Yeller. That's a dog. To talk. Damn it. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Oh. And here, I thought I was going to introduce the game because uh, Aaron was so uh, <laughs> positive about it even before it came out. No, but you... Red Dead Redemption 2. Woo! <sighs> Good choice. <sighs> I have a lot of friends that agree with you, and I don't. That is a That's... great game. A worthy number one. Yeah, so. I'm sorry it's not as good as uh, Days Gone. It's a polished turd. No, I, I couldn't do it because I played it last year, so... Yeah, he could, yeah, last year. Yeah. Fair. You, you actually But yes, it probably think, would have been... I think like, Jared and Dave both had it as their number last year, or no? Uh, I think I had God of War as number oh, one. Oh, did you go God of War? I, okay, I think, so I think, I think ultimately I we did... I think ultimately we went God of War. Well, God of War will be my number one game for next year because okay, I cool. haven't, haven't played Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Unless you play What Horizon do you love Zero about... Game? Rockstar's opus. <laughs> it's one of the top ten selling games of the decade. Yes, and I do what everybody else so does. Is, yeah, at the bottom, Call of Duty sells. Uh, how, you know. how about we let Nick talk? I'm trying right? to, but Dave keeps no. interjecting. No, he's I'll just take the mic away from him. <laughs> Go on. Go on, Nick. Talk to us about the horsey righty game. I'll take it away from the two people that it's hate a, <laughs> I'm not hating on it. I just... Well, I mean, see you, it. You were looking so forward to it before it came out. Oh. And he does that to a lot of games. And then he's like, yeah. Yeah, no. a, a And then he never plays he doesn't wind up playing anyway. Yeah. What do you like about the game, Nick? I Tell want us to hear somebody else yes. talk about Red Dead 2. Talk about it. So I liked uh, just how it looked on my TV. And I also liked how my girlfriend liked it, too, to where she could like sit up and curl up on the couch and watch me play. Um, almost to the point to where I'd get in trouble if I was playing without her. Um, did you finish the story? I did not, and I'm doing that on purpose because I'm terrible with open world games in that I need to play every single side quest, find every little hidden item before I finish it because if I happen to finish the game and I didn't find the best thing ever out there, then it's a failure in my mind. Not luck on that one. That's a big, big challenge. I not everybody. You're not going to remember the story, but by the time so, you get to it. I mean, if you guys I'm... haven't learned anything about his uh, love for Fallout, uh, Red yeah, Dead right down that same line. Yeah, open world games. Uh, that, I mean, 
Fallout 3 pretty much uh, reinvigorated me with gaming years ago, just like with the open worldness of it. I mean, the first time. And I could I be it. wrong in saying this, but you still play Fallout 3 quite a bit. Um, I haven't actually. I, th- I swear I've seen you on it. I mean, unless I accidentally logged in for okay, something. Okay, okay. But um, no, I mean that's the only game I've ever platinumed on PS3. Uh, did that a couple years ago. Uh, I mean, yes, I do have a lot of love for both Fallout 3 and New Vegas, but I mean, just even just open world in general, like even going back to like uh, Grand Theft Auto 3, it was so, just... So then not beating Red Dead right now, does the story not drive you to finish it? You're just more enamored with what's going on in the world? Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I already kind of know what happens. Because I don't know what the hell, no, but it's spoiled. just you yeah. don't care. No, I mean, I'm not bothered by spoilers. I can, you know, I can hear the spoiler for, or I can hear about the ending of a movie that I've never seen, and still, like, even though I only hear just, like, I'm right there with you. I don't care. I, I don't care. I hear a little bit of it, but it's I still want to see how it's done. Yeah. What, what's your favorite glitch in the game? Uh, my, I'd like Fallout or no? No, we're going back to Red Dead. Red Dead too. Like, remember uh, the spontaneously combusting horses and like right. I had a horse that was actually upside down and I couldn't figure out how to climb on it. My character would start to get on and fall off. Mine yeah. was the horse was in the ground, so I couldn't actually mount get on it because it yeah. was not. <laughs> I I think there's videos of Red Dead online where ships are raining on the city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's some pretty epic ones. So Rockstar is trying to be like Bethesda. And they're working on it. So I, I would no, like to hear anytime you make bad, they're not as bad as. So Bethesda. I would like anytime to hear Nick talk nice about Red Dead Two. What's that? I would like to hear Nick talk about Red Dead Two. Yes, We're, we are. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, no, no, he keeps getting interrupted. <laughs> well, Brad, asked, Brad asked a question. I asked him a question. <laughs> yeah. And no, I haven't actually seen any glitches like that. Uh, I guess probably similar to how you haven't seen any glitches in a, well, actually. I have another question. Do you, have you tried any of the online stuff? No, I haven't. I've been kind that of turned off the you? online gaming. Well, yeah, actually, uh, the first Red Dead Redemption playing online um, kind of spoiled it for me just because this, I'd get killed by a guy, spawn or respawn, and like three seconds later the same guy shoots me up, and right. that happened probably about four times in a row before the controller found its way on the other side of the room. I will say this. like I, I tried to play Red Dead. But Red Dead Online I actually really enjoyed. I, I, I think I spent more time just fucking around in that uh, than I did the uh, proper game. And it's basically the same thing. Um, just with like death matches. Not, I mean, even. I think there's not less, even. Not even. Not even. Really. I think there's less player killing. People don't like run around it's, killing. It's like you. You can you, just go out fishing. You kind of. Yeah. I don't know because I was just watching a video today, Red Dead Redemption Two, where somebody was just out fishing, and then here come here along comes somebody else, they lasso them up, and. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think Rain. it's I think it's dependent it's on like, whether fish, you, damn it. it's dependent on whether you have like uh, griefing on or not. Like if you can't be grief, then they can't fuck with you. But if you have it on, then yeah, it's all bets you know are off. You can so if you're just fucking around and having a good time, it's just like an open world. And then there's missions you can do that like like a heist or steal like rob a bank, and then you sync up to that, and then it loads you in with a group of four, and then you go rob a bank together. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of cool. I just 
the main story bugs the shit out of me. So, anyway. I'm glad you like it though. These guys love it's, it. It's great, yeah. These guys love it. They're big fans. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try the online at some point, but um, I'll join you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See. Yeah. Bring it's, it. It's just the online strangers that you know, have kind of ruined. You don't stuff have to me. have a stranger. Yeah. Let's, let's posse up. Oh uh, shit! And, and then, then my number one. Finish number one. My number one. Ah! Death Stranding. Let's get out, guys. All right. Let's, uh, you <laughs> got the. Uh, thank you. You guys don't need me to talk about this game, but Death Stranding is awesome. Hideo Kojima made a game in like under four years, and it came out on time. So obviously Konami was the assholes, assholes that were keeping him undercover and couldn't let him do his shit. You almost yeah. didn't get a make it because they they were upset. Yeah. They, they was gonna be too close to the game he was making with them. And there's a lot of that DNA. Yeah, yeah. But then it's so different. Yeah. It is just a different game, and I hope you guys all play it. I hope you guys all buy it and experience it. Uh, Can I, I borrow s- it? Th- no, I have it digitally. Uh, I bought it digitally just so I had to make you motherfuckers buy it. <laughs> uh, oh. No, but the greatest thing in the game is just how... GameStop's not going to go out of business. Yeah, he's not <laughs> this year. Not this year. It's going to be a couple years. Not today, now. Satan. Not today. When we have one GameStop in Vancouver... Then we'll talk. Then they're going out of business. <laughs> That'll be the last one. Just but like we still have oh, the last one in Vancouver is going to be the standout. Yeah, we still well, have four. You're going to be there. Every yeah, week. It's the I don't go. I don't go there. None of us go there. So anyway, uh, no. The, one of the brilliant. I will say this about Death Stranding. I haven't talked about it, but like, like when you kind of beat an area that you get through, that is the game is kind of decided that that's an area that you have to get through, and once you get through it. And then you're coming upon your destination. As you're walking, your character is like here in the screen. And then the camera pulls out and you get small. And it, you see the landscape. And then you see your destination ahead of you. And then it does that very cinematic thing of rolling in that music. And it's just like, why do not more games do this? It like just pulls you in in a way that no other game does. And it's incredibly cinematic. So... And that's in gameplay. So while Kojima's shit with his cutscenes and stuff is trying to be cinematic, where he is clearly a still a game developer and understands cinema, is in the gameplay. So when it happens in-game, it's kind of transformative, and you're kind of like, oh, I made it. Oh, yeah, it is really epic, and I feel really kind of... It's like one of the best feelings I've ever had in video games, and it's also a game that... While a lot of things are similar, it's just something that no other game's ever done before, and it's just very kind of new and different. So I really appreciate it. I had to give it my number one, ultimately, obviously. And it's almost like, it's like a game of the decade. I mean, it's up there with God of War, for sure. Um, anyway. Music cues are more important than uh, most people realize, right. I think. Uh, oh, yeah. So I think most developers should really study musical cues and how to implement them controls the emotion of the scene for um, sure for sure so I, my, my question for you on death stranding oh. if, if we if we have time sure we have time yeah, yeah it's uh you, you're the one who has to leave yeah, yeah. I, I, I was it's true <laughs> i was i was actually considering buying it but uh one of the reasons why i stopped playing kojima games in general uh, back in uh, uh metal gear 3 was probably the last one of his i've played all the way through is that usually he has these like cutscenes that come out of nowhere that are an hour long, and oh, I have to go yeah, to work for sure, in a few for minutes. Sure. It's still there. Yeah, it's still there. Uh, I would say they're not. <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, I they're not an out. I would. I mean, they're long. I wouldn't say in in game, 
But when you beat the game, man, that's like a three-hour like film you watch Jesus. at that point. It's uh, I mean, it's yeah. epic, but a lot of times it's, I'm just like, wow. I've got 20 minutes to kill. Let's turn on a game for a minute. It's like, if you're going to play this game, you have to understand that you have to commit to that. Okay. And it's not. But outside of that, if you're just going to play the game, the game is very kind of take this shit, go here, take this shit, go here, put some stuff up, make your life better. So the gameplay itself you can do, and it doesn't have to be, you can do it for 15 minutes, you can do it for 30 minutes. Yeah. But if you're playing the story, you just have to be prepared to know that, yeah, it's going to, it's, then you're now in his experience and you're going to have to experience it. But I, I think it's totally worth it. And it's just, it's, it's nuts. It's so nuts. And I appreciate that. Very good. Like, it's something that video games kind of don't, like, they don't really have that level of rock star just fuck you, you know? Here's my dick. You're going to suck it. You're going to suck it? You're either going to suck it or you're going to turn it off. One of the two things. And that's kind of, that's very rock star. And that's something that, frankly, I think video games need more of. Anyway. Uh, Aaron, you still here? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, let's get, let's, oh. So I, I feel like everybody just got their whole, uh. 2019 list out there with the number ones, but let's go switch oh, gears oh, to the couch co-optional. Oh, no, we don't have time for that. We don't? No, we're going to get out of here. Oh, we've, all right. We've been for so long. All uh, right, fair let's enough. Not fuck, let's not fuck with that. Let's just get out of here. Let's, like, uh, spread out somewhere to be. That's right. And then okay. we can drink a beer with Nick. And there's yep. so many things we have to, and all these right. guys have to. I think there is one, one comment I'd like to make, though. It's <laughs> the previous years we've had the same games on our lists in different oh, right. positions. So this year it's all over the map. It so really is. is. This yeah. year's been yeah. weird. Very, that's okay. Very, very all over the place. Yeah. But you know what's also okay? I'd like to thank everybody for listening and remind you that you can listen to us on all our sites, but also you can leave feedback on all our sites. All the sites. <laughs> all the sites. In all the holes. I all wanna, the I holes. I want to give a special thanks to Brad and Nick for being on the show. Thanks oh, yes. for being on the oh, show, guys. Oh, it was a pleasure. Yes, thank you. Yes. But if you'd like to, if you want to say anything otherwise, you can leave it on fa- Twitbook, Instaface, and Gramter at Couch Club Shows. Remember, all one nerd, word, no hyphen. No hyphen! Also, try following us on Twitch every now and then. That'd be really nice. It would be. Or YouTube or wherever. Probably. You, wherever. But you, remember, you can also find it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify. And YouTube, actually. And YouTube as well. <laughs> Thank you. I'm... I'm just reading the script. Going right there. You're going to do a good job, Aaron. Follow Yay. us on all these services. Just don't follow us home. Thank you, everybody. For Brad, Dave, <laughs> Jared, Aaron, and Nick, I'm Ian. And remember to be excellent to each other. Bye.